What's up guys and welcome back to the Broccoli Roast. This show is brought to you by the Gut Summit. It's a live one day event all about your gut health coming to Perth, Sydney and Adelaide over the next six months. Make sure you check it out at klbrock.com.au forward slash gut summit. And don't forget, I've also got my new kids book coming out. It's a kids book all about gut health and it's called Mandy Microbes Big Gut Adventure. Uh, it's a really cool book, it's really colorful, it's super cute and I'm really proud of this one. To stay up to date, simply just stay subscribed to the channel um, and follow me on Instagram at Kale's Broccoli. Today I've got my friend Nick Laidlaw from Balance Studio up here in Avalon, Sydney's Northern Beaches, and we pretty much just had a chat about life. We chatted about principles of health which we follow, which we think allow us to live our lives to the fullest. We talked about surfing, flow state, pushing the boundaries, um, gardening and its sort of analogous congruencies with, with health and well-being and a whole bunch more. There's some funny moments in there as well. We uh, had a watch of some funny CrossFit fails, which is always very hilarious. Please don't try those things at home and please don't think we're just taking the piss. Uh, it is kind of dangerous what some of these people are doing, but it is funny at the same time. Here's what's coming up. The huge elephant in the room that I think everybody's missing is that we have people thriving off a vegan diet, we have people thriving off the complete opposite, like a carnivore diet or paleo diet. The answer is the human body adapts yeah. and your gut microbiome adapts. I think that diet is, just needs to be put in its place. <laughs> <laughs> We need to trust ourselves and we need to keep things more simple than what we what we reckon is true you know the the thing simple things like sleep hydration yeah. breathing nutrition don't even worry about you know doing doing your fancy exercise or movement and yeah. get them on lockdown and so many of us are trying to analyze our way back to health it's very hard for some people to actually understand that you can't analyze your way back yeah. to health Nick Laidlaw, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kale. Good to be here. <laughs> it is, it is. It's your first time in my house. That's right. What I like, do you think? I like what do you the think? digs. I like the digs. Do it's like good. It? Yeah, I think as uh, enough greenery can um, can really open up any urban space, and I, I, I like it. It feels like you can you can breathe in here, and there's a yeah. good outlook. Yeah. Lots of sunshine. You got your little veggie patch out the front, which yes. is it's inspiring. I just started my own veggie patch <laughs> as well. Well, so you were growing from seed, right? Yes. So I ended up capitulating and I went mm -hmm. to the market and then and just got the sprouts yeah yeah because I was just like oh because I think I tried a batch yeah and it was too cold and yeah. I left them outside I was like no I should have done it inside and then it was... well it's a funny one we, we did some seedlings like straight into the ground and then the seeds we put our friend Tommy who's a permaculturist yep. he um he just said they only need when they're first because I'm a total rookie at this as well mm. but he said when they for the first say when they're germinating they don't actually need sunlight they need warmth and they need water because until they photosynthesize so yeah. just putting them on top of our fridge and watering them every day and take them out to s in outside and stuff was yeah. like perfect you should see them now they look so good oh, it's like it's, having a little baby or something it's something to be so proud it of is, hey man. it's like, so cool i walk out there and i'm such a freak with it yeah and i'm actually you know i like pat them. yeah yeah <laughs> it's so you should see maddie maddie like my wife like she like sings to him and everything yeah. it's so beautiful i bet it's like every day it, like mm. watching them grow and and then to think that one day it's gonna like become part of you. It's a pretty cool, yeah. pretty cool thing, you know? It's a really cool holistic concept. Yeah. What are your favorite things to grow? 
um, tomatoes because you just can't stuff them up. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're really good. And they self seed as well, like every yes. every year. Yeah, yeah. Cucumbers um, because they're really space efficient. Mm-hmm. Like my mate, I've watched a few of my mates that have like even smaller. We've got about eight square meters yeah. just under but our friends have got even less and just vertical growing is just like such an efficient way yeah. so kiwis can climb up up the wall and they just look beautiful and then all the all the rosemaries all the herbs chilies and stuff like that just things you could just kind of like walk past because we've got it right outside our front door so every time we walk past you can just like start to pick things I like and, that. yeah it's cool one of my favorite things to grow because it's so easy mm. is our herbs yeah yeah because definitely. you don't they don't need much attention and i love like um we've got the nasturtiums out there we've got the chamomile mm. and we've got the tulsi going so we've got a purple flower yellow flower white flower yeah. so i love the look of yeah flowers. i think totally. flowers themselves offer a lot of medicinal benefits yeah as well. yeah absolutely oh and sunflowers they're like my favorite yeah. favorite um like with the seeds like yeah yeah you yeah. so used to see them. we they, we drew did them from seed and they're coming up and they've just got this like huge head on them yeah. and like, they're like my favorite favorite color favorite flower so i love them one of the um, other things that really surprised me to grow mm. uh, was goji berries. Oh, yeah. So I used to grow goji berries back in South Australia, and it's so easy. All you yeah, do right. is cut the fruit in half, mm. the little dried fruit, and put it in the ground, give it some water, and yep. a guaranteed sprout. No way. Yeah. How funny. It's so funny how removed we can be from food, because I just like think of goji berries. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, the dried the little dried- <laughs> like How detached we can become yeah. from the things we put in our body, you know? Yeah. But that's dope. That's cool. I find that gardening is a the, the principles of gardening mm. carry over big, very big well time yeah big to, time. to health in general yeah and that's why i'm so psyched to just have begun we've been composting for like just over a year and we're producing bugger all waste um yeah. like our general waste is like once a month we're taking that out like it's wow. so good uh-huh. and and then since that we've just been like growing oh you know forming good soil and just like cultivating that and now that we're starting to actually grow food and like Cause I don't really, I work on the floor and I work outside, but I'm not exactly working with my hands mm. as far as on in a, like a, a, a tradesman, but to actually get in the garden and get my hands dirty, it feels so nourishing. It feels awesome. Yes. And, and it, it is, you know, you're kind of actually caring for something that's going to in, in a cycle, it's going to come back to you. Mm. So yeah, I think the principles of that go across a lot of the things that we believe in you know and that's the beginning of it that's like it's funny that we're only coming to it now at the age in our late 20s but <laughs> it's good though but i want you know when we have a family i want to get get my kids in there and yeah. I, I think young people should be getting their hands dirty a lot more you know than yeah. they are or all of us should be it's it's funny how i mean it's sort of expected in a way to come back to these sorts of slower paced activities mm. as you get older because when you're yeah, young it's I, true. you know you're a hothead you want to yeah. get out yeah, yeah, yeah it's true shit. yeah yeah absolutely well you and i did you know because yeah. we grew up surfing and like wanting to be outside and thriving to be outside yeah so you know think of like watching my mum and that dad in the garden i'm just like Boy. God, yeah that's a long that's a big day right there like i'm just been going for like three surfs in that time but yeah. but you know i think there's been a generation shift that like that's not the norm to be out and playing all day yeah outside all day anymore so i think you know to an extent it would be good to have kids just understanding the process of growing their own mm. food but as, as opposed to being inside you know anything you're outside or even just like i think we can just power so powerfully and parents of our generation can so powerfully be a really good example just without the words that they they think they need to do just by their actions you know yeah having kids playing around like while you're playing in the garden and doing a thing like we've got a few family friends like gabby and tiger and all those guys that just like they're always getting their hands dirty in the garden the kids are playing on the swings and the slack line and stuff like 
and they're watching their parents interact with food and with nature and i think like there's no better example you could set you sound like a very rounded healthy person but you didn't start off that way no you're a rager <laughs> I, I was quite like <laughs> well i was a i was a competitive surfer when i was younger yeah so I was very, and by nature, I'm very disciplined. So I get something in my head and it's like, so I kind of really, surfing was a really good thing to teach me work ethic, right? And I was like competitive surfer until I was about 18. Didn't pursue it beyond then. And I just kind of like felt like far out. I've been missing out on like all these girls and all this like partying. And so like from the age of like 18 to like, I don't know, 22, I gave it a good nudge. We'll, yeah. say, we'll put it that way. <laughs> I, uh... I did, I did, I, I really, yeah, I trashed myself, man. Yeah. I had so much fun. And um, What was your turning point? I had, uh, historically, from when I was about 12, I noticed that I had like a pretty high level of anxiety. Yeah. And then, so when I, and I was kind of working through it when I was in high school, a few events led me to have like pretty strong anxiety, like panic attacks quite regularly mm-hmm. and, and all those kind of things. And I was not a place that I wanted to be, not a place I felt comfortable. And, and at that, that time, that was around 2002 onwards, I felt there wasn't that much being spoken about. And I felt quite, I was like very extroverted to my friends and mm. at school and in the surf community and all that. But inside, I just felt like the biggest freak, you know, I was like, far out, I'm waking up every morning wanting to go surfing and I've got this like pang attack running through me. And then, so then when you start, getting on the pierce and, mm. and, you know, all the other extracurriculars or, or whatever that we tend to do, um, that just, it feeds, it feeds your anxiety. So the day after you have a big night, it's just like, oh my God, you know, what did I say? What did I do? And now it's like halfway through the day and I haven't even gotten in the ocean yet. And the ocean's been like, it's the medicine you know, as far oh, as yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, and it, it wasn't bringing me towards, even though I didn't want to be a professional surfer, I still wanted to enjoy the ocean and live, mm. live by the ocean. And and feel good about myself. I've always been healthy and always been, you know, my disposition is happiness, you know, I'm, I'm lucky that way. But, you know, getting, you know, having the party kind of um, scene was definitely not serving that. And, 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 and you know, instantly gratifying, but man, it's just like, yeah. and, and I, I, I reckon I'm a bit of a extremist. I go hard at whatever I'm doing. Yeah. I went hard at that for a couple of years. And then got it out of my system to a point where I know I, I want to live. I want to live for the day, man. Like there's <laughs> yeah. just there's too much fun to be had in the yeah. daytime, and I want to wake up sparrow's fart and feel good about that, you know. Yeah. So that was the turning point. I did it one too many times, and it was just like, that's it. I'm done. Mm. You know, I want to. I, I want to. I don't need um, s- the threat of missing out on a surfing competition. I don't need that to motivate me. I need the internal kind of self worth, you know. Yeah. And the moment, it's funny, hey, the moment I decided, like, I'm not going to binge drink anymore, I'm, I'm going to just pull it in and just, like, start focusing on myself. I just had, like, learned to meditate, like, consistently practiced, you know, started practicing and studying to be an exercise teacher. And then, like, six months later, I meet this, like, dream woman who's now my wife. And, like, she's not, never been into that either. Like, we just met just, like, one evening watching some music and I was just, like, on the same wavelength and I think she really grounded me as well yeah and she's helped me in, in a lot of ways you know but that being one of them oh, so good. It, it was cool you know you kind of move back in towards flow which is you know essentially what the universe has planned for you anyway mm. and then these nice little opportunities come up like I said my business started you know I started a business and that was thriving and doing well for, for when I was like you know 22 it was doing well for that age yeah. and uh and then I met Maddie and and you know, you know there's just no time to to be to do the other stuff now because yeah. it's just not my priority yeah. anymore you know too much living to do yeah well you and i follow a pretty similar um 
trajectory in terms of how we like to balance yeah being busy and work mm-hmm. and i suppose expanding and growing yeah um and contentment which sometimes is a very tri- uh, difficult <laughs> mm. equation to to get right and it's something yeah, man. i've been dealing with uh, a lot since uh, it's funny going away to to europe for four months or whatever and having all that time off yeah i find it doesn't serve me well when i get back because i'm just so hungry yeah you want to hit the ground running to get back into work and i end up overloading myself yeah um but this is what i wanted to speak to you about for the first part of the interview was you know this how do you balance the natural inclination to grow and expand Mm -hmm. like you're going through right now with, with the gym you're doing you know taking taking over two spaces yeah um and like i'm doing with the show and the films and stuff um yeah sometimes it's not healthy yeah, there's, there's, there's a, you're walking a tightrope, hey? Yes. Yeah, I, I found the same way. I can really relate to you because I went to Indo early this year and just stayed on this beautiful health retreat and I was teaching teaching movement, so I was working a few hours a day but surfing my brains out, which is really fun and really satisfying. But after about a month of that, I was like, far out, I'm really ready. Like, I feel like I'm not stepping into my purpose enough, you know? Mm. Cause, so then I got home and just like hit the ground running, you know? And I felt like I totally overloaded myself and it's easy to do, you know? It's, it's one thing, I reckon there's one thing to, to aspire, but then there's the other thing to be able to just take a step back and just be like, yeah, yeah I'm doing pretty well. I'm, I'm happy with where I am, or if I'm not happy with, I am, with where I am, is being busier, or is busying myself gonna make me more yeah. happy? Or is Are that you being di- productive? Or is that gonna busy? distract me? Is yeah. that gonna distract me, you know? Because yeah. I think our, our general default when people are like, how you going? It's like, People don't give a shit what you say. It's like, busy, busy, busy. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, cool. See you later. It's like, fuck. Yeah. What, what kind of conversation is that? But it's like, in our society, where I feel that we're kind of driven. And I'm, I've definitely been a big, like, cop this as well. Like, yeah. where being busy is good, you know. And not having time to scratch your ass is a, is a good thing, you know. You're succeeding. And I reckon in our industry, we should probably be leading by example in in saying, yeah, I've got, how's your day? How you going? Mm. Good. You busy? Yeah, got, a, got enough on, but yeah. <laughs> can't wait to go for a surf later, you know? <laughs> so, but in, in saying that, yeah, I've just taken on, um, you know, double the workload in the last, like, six months. And I've, but I'm learning that I can't be in a position of service unless my own cup is, is full, yeah. you know? Mm. And it takes a few run yourself down, burn yourself out, hit the wall, come back. It takes, that, it takes a few years of doing that to be in a position where I am now where it's like I can steadily grow and this seems like a quantum leap on the outside for what we're doing but it's been in the, in the works for a long time and I've just put someone on full time and it's like I've just been reading um, Yvonne Chenard's book Let My People Go Surfing oh great book great book I did the, I listened to the audio great book oh it's fantastic he's yeah. the man mm. um, and it's like yeah he wants to be able to direct from the sidelines I've listened to a bunch of interviews from him and he's like yeah, he kind of wants... The reason why he started his business is to be able to obviously help the environmental yeah. crisis, but also to be able to help people do adventurous things and extreme sports. And that's what I'm into. And um, I, the reason why I'm in the health space is so I can be surfing till I'm 100. Yeah. And if I'm not surfing every day or not doing what I want to do, if I'm not able to have time for my own meditation practice and my own movement practice and be in the ocean or, and just hanging out with my family, it's like what am I doing this for, you know? Yeah. So it's, 
you know, and you can't have that every day. You know, there's there's there is times where you just need to go go at it and, and get it, and that and that's yeah. where I've been the last <laughs> month. But but now it's bounced back, and it's like, yeah, I've got time to sit here and have a chat with you, and, yeah. and this is important. You know, this is this is what what it's about. Is the the spaces in between? I reckon. Totally. I mm. feel like um, and reading Ryan Halliday's book, The Obstacle Is the Way, oh, really yeah, changed a that. big perspective for me. But it's sort of always chasing that end goal yeah. <clears throat> and really just stri- uh, striving towards that mm. in a way that probably took me out of enjoying the actual process itself yeah. and when you look back on everything life is just a, a whole bunch of processes yeah, that should absolutely. be journeys that should be enjoyed totally <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and then i think we it goes in i think like it's just like there's sometimes a squeeze in life and then there's a relax and there's yeah. a squeeze and there's a relax yeah. and if you're not getting that decompression I think you know you you're running you're only heading one way and that's that's not to be in your you know in your best self that's yeah. running yourself into the ground and or being a martyr or yeah. tell, or come you know being one of the people that says they're busy all the time and you don't have time to look after yourself and all that's bullshit you know yeah. you, we've, we've, it's a choice you know it, you know I've I've got clients that have four kids that still manage to to train and and get in the ocean and do the things they love you know it's just it's simply a choice you know mm-hmm. and and just finding some reason that's that's bigger than like right now right in front of you that gives you a bit of perspective often often helps that and that's what i encourage people to do find something that's a little bit bigger than just today to you know why why are you here you know why are you wanting to improve yourself or why are we having this conversation it's like it has to be a bit more than than um you know because i want to be healthy or, or because i want to you know get a kick-ass job it's like mm. what's the bit, little bit of a bigger picture yeah yeah and and that often gives people a bit more perspective and just be like step back okay yeah there is there is a bit more time that i give myself credit for you know all yeah. that kind of stuff well speaking of big pictures uh let's show everyone you surfing <laughs> because okay i was gonna say this <laughs> until the the end of the show however it seems quite relevant to, to have a look at this now. This is a spot um, around Sydney, and a friend of ours, Guy Willamette, took this photo yeah. of you just r- being ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wh- how, why? Why do you? Why do you do that? Um, <clears throat> what motivates you to do that, and what do you get from doing that? Okay, well, I've always loved big waves, and. I, I don't know, it just really gets, it just really excites me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I feel that because I am in in good nick physically, you know, and internally, I do I do work on myself. It's like, how can I put the rubber to the road as well, you know? It's like I'm working, I do a lot of work on myself and I help other people do the work on themselves. And it's like, what for? You know, I don't train to be better at training or I don't move to be a better mover. Uh, and I don't meditate to be a really good meditator. I, I I do all that so that I can apply it to real life. And I think one of the most extreme, or for me, one of the best ways to express that is in the ocean. I love I love surfing. I love yeah. swimming. I love body surfing. Yeah. And when the surf gets big and there's consequence, it just there's just like there's no room for thoughts. There's no room for anything besides pure belief. Yeah. And then when you I've done I've you know had a, a cracker of a couple of years of surfing some. Well, pushing myself, it's not yeah. like the biggest waves in the world, but pushing myself. And it, yeah, it's really a good sense of achievement to do that. And then to, to get worked and to wipe out on big waves also, it's just like, yeah, test yourself under pressure. For me, 
it's really fun. Yeah, and I get a lot out of it. You know, it really excites me, and it, it also, um, you know, makes me want to be better and approach that wave. You know, that wave. Like, probably, if I really wanted to, I probably could have got a tube on that wave. So next yeah. time I surf it, I want to, I want to go, a bit, I want to go a bit deeper and yeah. see what happens with that. So what when you wipe out on a wave like mm-hmm. that? Uh, I'm most people who listen to this are not surfers. Yeah. Um, I'm not only presuming I know. Uh, so how? <laughs> Describe, actually, I think you put up a video on your Instagram yeah. of you surfing a wave down south. Yeah. And uh, we'll show that now. Uh, how do you deal with a wipeout like that? What happens when you go? <laughs> well, that particular one was pretty funny. Um, I suppose, generally, when you're in a bad situation in the ocean, like when you're wiping out or when, you, when a wave breaks in front of you, when you, when you need to get under it, mm. or getting caught inside is what, what, what it's called, um... The training I do with my breathing and the training I do in the ocean when I'm body surfing is just to completely surrender. Yeah. You know, completely <clears throat> just relax. And it's hard to do because you're Absolutely. not, you're being shaken yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. It's violent. Yeah. You know, and so you just need to trust in everything that you've got with you, which is your body. Mm. You know, trust in your body, trust that, you're, that you've got this on lockdown and just completely surrender. Yeah. And it's very contradictory as well. But when you're in the moment, if you know you've, you know, if you know you're supposed to be there, then it's okay. But I've had times where I've panicked for sure. You know, I got my leg rope caught under a rock one time and uh, I thought I was definitely going to drown. You know, I came up, by the time my leg rope broke, detached from my surfboard, I was just vomiting in the channel and pretty much crying all at once. I just oh. didn't know what was going on, you know, because I fully panicked. Yeah. So the, there is the there is only a certain amount um, of relaxation you can do, but on a whole... Yeah, I just try and keep myself calm. Just, I've got this, you know, just like, just be soft. I, I just yeah. try and be like a jellyfish, you know? Mm. And, and um, yeah, and that, again, that's when the worst of it happens and you, and you come up and you're okay. It's like, oh, nice, you know, that's good. <laughs> it's, it's just as well I do this training, you know? It's just yeah. as well that I, I prepare myself for this. Flow state. Okay, that's another thing, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's another thing with, the, with why I like surfing big waves, why mm. I like doing what I do, because it just puts you straight in you can't be anywhere else but like right now and that sounds so cliche it does but as i've been speaking about on the show Mm. there's a lot of neuroscience going on Mm. with this with this flow state and extreme present state awareness yeah and yeah you and i we we froth on this kind of Mm. stuff you know because we experience it when we go surfing and in general life i think once you experience it in a more extreme situation you're able to access that mm. in other areas of your life. Like I would be foolish if I was to say the only time I'm really happy and exhilarated is in surfing big oceans, you know, yeah. like that's not enough for me. Like, cause my life, that's a small part of my life. You yeah. know? It's not everything. It's like once a month or whatever. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. At best, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think to be able to access or to, to feel that flow is, um, you know, that's what life's all about. You know, that mm. present moment awareness. And, and when you're, you know, you're being, your body is not consciously, shoulder elbow wrist it's like your body's just flowing as one you know and your body's just like there's just this unity in in your whole system and i think that's that's just nature acting through us that's that's it that's our baseline state that we we all have access to 24 7 Mm. it's just about learning to learning to access that you know not needing a 10 foot wave um, to be in that flow state and, yeah. and, but surfing definitely helps you get there you can attest to that it does I mm. feel when I look back at my sort of progression into health and progression mm. through school and what could have typically been some tumultuous sort of mm. times I look back and think surfing really saved me me too you know absolutely it was a 
what a blessing to be able yeah, to serve. Totally. You know, it's so lucky. Yeah, I used to, you know, I've always thought that you can never really have a bad surf. You know, you yeah. can never exit the ocean going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. I, I wish I just stayed at home, you know, because, yeah, and before I did learn to any of these kind of self-care techniques, surfing was my go-to. That's all. I, that was what I had, you know, and then you'd always just feel you can sh- any of the problems that you can manifest in your head when you get into the ocean, they just become that, that big. I know. And that's the reality, yeah. though, as yeah. well. Like, that's how, that is the reality. The problems are that big in the scheme of things. They seem... You know, money problems, relationship problems, they seem like it's your only existence, but that's when we're thinking irrationally. And then you get into the ocean, into this body that's so big and Mm. grand, and it's like. And uh, cold at the moment. And cold, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's like full. Especially when it's cold, hey? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Nothing else really matters. Mm. Yeah, and I I think that's, again, I think that's accessible to us all the time. It's nice to have nature to to be able to kind of guide us in that way as Mm. well. Well, let's look at someone who's influenced you. Mr. Ido Portal, mm. uh, do you want to lead into this little video about Ido and how you've sort of worked with him? Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> he's a dude, you know. Ido's, yeah. Ido's the man. Um, I feel like I was aware of his work for about a year before I actually got to meet him. Yeah. And um, watching his stuff on YouTube and seeing some of his stuff online and, and training with one of his key students, Soishi Porchetta, she's, yeah. she's amazing as well um, in her own way. It's, it's just what made sense, you know, to me. I, I became a personal trainer, went to TAFE. <laughs> it's taken me, yeah, it's taken me a little while. To, it took me a little while to kind of forget what I learned at TAFE. You know, mm. They're teaching you, you know, food pyramid stuff. They're yeah. teaching you different exercise techniques, which kind of never resonated with me. I never Mm. wanted to be, I'd never actually been to a gym until I was a personal trainer. So I never wanted to be inside repetition, just doing repetitions of push-ups, sit-ups, squats, lunges. And it just felt so, being a surfer, it's like you're dancing on a wave, you know, your body doesn't move in straight lines only. And that's important to some degree. But then you watch someone like Ido, the way that he moves and the way that he approaches um, movement and 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 how that approach goes spans outwards to life it, the biggest thing is like movement is a non-linear has needs to be a non-linear pro, yeah. linear approach and i'm like that's something clicked to me it's like i when you hear the truth for the first time you're like oh yeah that makes sense you know and um watching him move was just inspiring he's beautiful and he has that flow he has that beautiful bamboo quality about yeah. him and that's what i teach a lot is is being strong but supple you know yeah. being, you're too strong you're just gonna break you're too loose and spaghetti like no integrity you're going to break and he embodies that beautiful uh, mobility and strength and he and he makes it look beautiful as well and then and he doesn't just again he can apply that to life you can climb trees you can do whatever he wants with with his body and he's a fighter by by nature as well he's coaching conor mcgregor yeah Yeah. amazing yeah another weapon you know yeah Yeah. and so yeah I, i i'm really inspired by him and i've done a few two and three day courses with him and um trained with some of his key students and, yeah. and learnt a lot from him, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, with that, let's uh, watch this video. Yeah, for Just... sure. Why, why, why should we move and why do we move in, in complex ways? Well, He's a beast. Movement complexity. Look at him. <laughs> why we became human. The reason for He's got this kind of like amazing elasticity. Yeah. ...to the top of the food chain is related to movement complexity. 
So I have a news flash for you. You are the, <laughs> the best funniest thing is he, pro he, he proclaims so to be average. What kind of uh, and he, he's a generalist, so he bro, thinks that he's average at all these things. But so, how? Uh, well, he wants to be able to do it all. He doesn't want to just be a specialist. Yeah. You know? He's just a beast, like, I can't mm. believe it. I rem He actually inspired me to start doing handstands. I remember, actually, yes. and yeah. you got yourself a set of gymnastics yes. rings as well. Yeah. Yeah, Which uh, are collecting dust at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, I think he's inspired. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's more than hundred, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. I got into the realization. Very few people know the depth of his, of his work as well. They see him doing this kind of shit and they're just like, oh, that's amazing. Which is a good, it's good to, as long as people are exposed to what we're capable of as well. Basically, we are all teachers. Whether you like it or not, you are a teacher all the time. So somebody copies you, you're a teacher. Somebody stops you at the street, asks you for direction, mm. you become and a teacher. And that's he's sidekick, and she's an absolute weapon as well. Okay. Yeah. Are they together? Or? Um, I don't think so. Okay. No, I think they're just like, yeah. probably soulmates in a platonic way. Yeah. It's toxic and it's addictive. And we run after it. We have this thirst for information. And again, what he's but saying is like, point, it turns on you. And uh, yeah, we're, we're kind of we're we're really into ideas, you know. Yeah. Really, and there's so much information out there, which is, yeah. is a good thing if used correctly. But we're really into all mm. these all these ideas and information and trend-driven things. <laughs> that shot there, I'm just like far out. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, look at that. He's got the beautiful balance between hardness and softness. Yeah, I would uh, enjoy that. <laughs> if I could have that, you can have it. <laughs> if you got four hours a day, yeah, well, <laughs> which usually fails. So yeah, he just puts the rubber to the road, man. He tests ideas. He doesn't yeah. just kind of talk. He he gets into it, and he's he's just the and only putting he's, you know, the best of that. Yeah, you know, putting putting it to practice. Let's stop it there. So he. I think what I wanted to echo was your sort of idea where so many of us are trying to analyze our way back to health. Mm. And I see this so much in, in my space, um, yeah. being sort of trying to find that balance between doing the gut science stuff yeah. and, and releasing articles and, and journal articles and things like that. Um, with a grounded approach, like, Hey, relax. This mm. is, it's okay. Yeah. Um, it's very hard for some people to actually understand that you can't analyze your way back yeah. to health. Yeah, that's true. I, I think <clears throat> our, we are driven a lot by ideas and I think it's really scary to sometimes expose yourself to the fact where it's like far out. I've got no idea what's yeah, going on. And yeah. have a trust. Yeah. And, and yeah. have a trust, you know, have a trust mm. that your, your body does, you know, what you've taught me, listen to your inner physician, you know, I yeah. think that's, you know, I'll never forget the, those words that you, that you said one, to, one oh, talk. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, we, we do, we want, we want to seek outside a lot of the time. We're mm. always keen to get an expert's opinion or if I don't really like what they've told me, cause that means I can't have my hamburgers on Friday night. I'm going <laughs> to find another expert that's going <laughs> to give me a, a pill to like, you know, offset yeah. that, that, but yeah, we need to trust ourselves and we need to keep things more simple than what we what we reckon yeah. is true, you know? Yeah. You know, eat close to nature, unpackaged, unprocessed, yeah. in season, organic. Like I'm not I, I'm 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 switched on. I'm not that smart, you know, but that makes sense to me, right? You know, and, and I think a lot of us don't think it's that simple, you know. You know, and the the thing simple things like sleep, hydration, yeah, breathing, nutrition. Don't even worry about 
you know, doing doing your fancy exercise or movement and yeah. get them on lockdown, you know, just just breathe five minutes in the morning and mm. the evening and then see how you feel, you know, because we we get up and we go and we're on and we don't stop until we hit the pillow and we crash. And, and I think that's 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 a hard way to be because our nervous system is constantly in that, that heated mm. heated position and that fight or flight state and there's no room for rational thoughts when we're in that state either, mm. you know. So I think yeah, you know, get rid of the ideas for a little while, peel things back, make it simple, you know, any, and see if you can cool your system down more than yeah. anything else. Yeah. I think people... <clears throat> I think people... Um, actually, I was going to reference my phone there, but I think people are always in a rush. Yes. And it's something I spoke about on the show before in mm. the little Sunday soliloquy. Um, is that it's almost like rushing is the disease now. Yeah. And I saw that in Europe. I saw this striking difference between the pace of life here yeah. uh, and the pace of life over there. People are mm. so relaxed there. And so, yeah. so, you know, taking two hours for lunch each day yeah. to go and eat their baguette in the park, yeah. gluten and everything. The gluten, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think that there has to be. The body is so adaptive. Mm. Um, and diet is just one small aspect of Absolutely. health and longevity. This is the, the, the huge elephant in the room that I think everybody's missing is that we have people thriving off a vegan diet. We have people thriving off the complete opposite, like a carnivore diet mm-hmm. or paleo diet. Um, what? How does that work? Yeah, it's the answer is the human body adapts, yeah. and your gut microbiome adapts, yeah. and then you know I think that diet is just needs to be put in its place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think there's one of those principles we've spoken about that is the definitive. You know, no. at, at all. I think. It, there's it's a combination of all and there's it's what's going on between the ears affects things more than what we'd like to admit as well yeah. and there's ways to there's ways to not control that but there's ways to be able to calm that down and uh one thing is to slow down mm. which can maybe sometimes be a bit scary because you know that we always like to have some form of entertainment on the phone listening to something watching something talking to somebody and there's there's very little time to really get to know yourself in that when you're living at that and that pace but i think that's that would be the first step as well it's just yeah it's like you said we're always in a rush and and we can both fall into that yeah yeah Yeah, we're not perfect i'm not saying this saying i'm I'm on soapbox saying no no, i never rush (laughs) but i know that my body doesn't like it and i know that my digestion doesn't like it i could be eating some beautiful organic slow cooked any, yeah. Anything or everything that we eat is, you know, pretty much the best food you could get. Mm. But if if my headspace isn't right and if I've got too much on my plate and if I've got thoughts that are not serving my dreams, yeah, how's that food going to assimilate and make me a be- the best version mm. of me? It, it just doesn't work like that. I love it. Uh, mm. Let's jump to a little Sunday soliloquy. This is my little philosophical rambling segment. Okay. And uh, we'll come back and we'll enjoy another funny video with Nick. What's up, guys? Little Sunday soliloquy here for you. And this one is from my Instagram, at Kale's Broccoli. It is this pretty little post here. Cultivate happiness by asking yourself these questions. What do I daydream about? What would I spend my time doing if money weren't an issue? And then go do more of that. 
Oh, so philosophical, I know. But, you know, asking myself these questions has been such a powerful tool for me to create a life that's really in alignment with my values and thus uh, subsequently cultivate a certain amount of happiness each and every single day, fulfillment and a feeling of freedom and joy. I think too many of us are really obsessed with the have-tos in life as opposed to the want-tos. When you ask people what they truly want to do and want to spend their time doing, it's not sit under artificial lighting with artificial air and, and work for someone else in a, in a dull job which doesn't allow any creativity. Normally it's, I want to spend more time with the kids, I want to spend more time surfing, I want to spend more time outdoors in nature, gardening, I want to go on walks, I want to be creative, I want to paint, I want to film, I want to act. And my whole point with this is, do more of that. Your happiness depends on it. Your future self depends on it. I think some of the biggest moments in my life which have led me to live a life that I'm extremely happy with and in control of have been, have been very scary ones. They've resulted from asking myself these questions. What do I daydream about? Surfing, making movies. What would I do if money weren't an issue? Surf and make films. There's not much else. So my task for you this week, my challenge for you this week is to ask yourself these questions. What do I daydream about? What would I do if money weren't an issue? And I'm actually going to extend this. I want you to post about it on Instagram. I want you to post about it and say, I dream of this or I do this or just in some roundabout way, reference these questions and um, I hope that it can provide you with some clarity which will again, subsequently increase the amount of happiness in your life and increase the alignment between your reality and your highest values. This was Sunday Soliloquy. If you want to join in on my philosophical rants over on Instagram, it's at Kale's Broccoli. Let's jump back to the show. Let's talk about probiotics for a second. My absolute favorite probiotic is this one here. It's called ProGood and it's a symbiotic mix, which means you get prebiotics and probiotics in the same pack. All you have to do to take this is mix it together in water, let it sit for a couple of minutes, let the probiotics and the prebiotics do their thing, they'll multiply to really high numbers, and then drink it up. I'm all about maximizing efficiency and getting the most bang for your buck, and that's why I enjoy this particular probiotic. Get yours at nicelife.com.au and remember you can get free shipping on your first order with us simply by entering the discount code Broccoli Roast. Back to the show. What do, you, what do you think about the idea of of being happy? Like how and you know and the idea that it's sort of like Alan Watts' philosophy mm. of you know what do you think about all the time? What yeah. would you do if money were not an issue? Yeah, well, they're they're questions I ask my clients all the time. Yeah. You know, when when someone comes through the door, what what do you dream about? You know, yeah. why are you here? It's like oh, I want to lose weight. Oh, my back wants to. I want my back to stop hurting. It's like okay, cool. They're definitely important things. What's, the over, what's overarching that, you know? Mm. Why do you reckon your back's in, in bad nick, you know? And, and I think happiness is a cornerstone, since we're here to talk about it, happiness is a cornerstone of health. Mm. You know, you don't see, it, that doesn't work any other way. So yeah, man, I think, and it's important, both of those things um, are part of where we've all come from, being children, you know? Mm. When we're kids, we get to do what we want and we're allowed to daydream and for the most part. And we're allowed to not have to, a, a parent doesn't go, burden a three-year-old saying man 
<laughs> we got some money problems, kid. Yeah, shit's about to hit the fan, you know. We don't have that. We don't, as kids, we don't have those problems. So we're free to kind of answer those questions and act on those questions with our answers. And, and the, the state of a child is present moment awareness yeah. more often than not. So I think play is a big thing, you know, and daydreaming and, and is, isn't as whimsical as, as what it might seem. Mm. I think it's very important. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Um, <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah, it does. We've got a video uh, to look at. Let's watch this video. <laughs> and premise it with the, uh, with the, the fact that you are a um, holistic trainer. <laughs> oh, cr- oh, right. I forgot we were doing this. <laughs> I don't think I can watch anymore. <laughs> 21 million views. How many? 21 million. Ultimate. It tells concept. you how sadistic we are as a human race, doesn't it? Oh, so fuck. this is oh, really... No. Oh, no, man. Oh, so this is really... Let's pause it at um, 2.52. Um, this is really, I think... Even though that's hilarious to watch, I feel bad for some of the people. <laughs> um, don't firstly, don't, why, is it, why is it so funny watching people eat shit? Like, I don't know, it's not nice. But, but it's the same in surfing. Like, it is. If you see a friend oh, eat, eat it's, shit, it's, it's the, the best. funniest It thing. is, it's yeah. the best. Um, but where I wanted to go with that is, what are those trainers doing yelling at people? To He's like got this power clean, like he mm. is stuck, yeah, leaning yeah. back, and yeah. they're going up, up. Boom, boom. Yeah. What what goes through your mind when you when you see that? Oh, stuff? as much as it's like a, quite funny, it, it also it's like uh, it doesn't feel nice watching that. You know, they, no. these people are smashing themselves. I think the trainers are just they're they're misinformed. You know, yeah. Um, I can't say much more than that. It, I don't know. It's 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 not good. It doesn't make me feel good to watch because none of them have got any fucking idea what's going on, yeah. you know? Like, it's one thing to push yourself. And I think the, um, the human, our human nature is, is conducive to evolution, right? Mm. So to push yourself is great. I don't just sit in the room and just, you know, stretch and, you know, muzz out all day. Yeah. I, I think it's great to push yourself, but... Yeah, well, you and I have done deadlifts and squats absolutely. and, you know, regular exercise. Yeah, it yeah. feels good lifting heavy stuff off the ground, right? Yeah, yeah I think that's great. <laughs> and for your hormonal system, uh, for your back health, Great. Lifting's great. Lifting's one part of, of, of my movement. Yes. Team, you know, it's not all. And I think, I think people that get obsessed, just like yogis, you know, um, I think people that get dogmatic about any approach, yeah. they're, they're missing a huge slice of the action, you know, and, and a huge opportunity to explore um, creatively what their body's capable of. People tend to be doing what they're really good at. So, you know, you usually see CrossFitters, buff dudes and buff chicks doing CrossFit, long and lean dudes and, and chicks doing yoga because that feeds the ego and that's and that serves them for, for that purpose the question what are those trainers thinking i've got no idea <laughs> what are those people thinking again i think they're misinformed you yeah. know I, I think just like you were talking about before we're in a rush yeah we've always got somewhere to be yesterday and we've always got these goals that to meet because mm. that other person's doing it that other chick put this on Instagram. Yeah. she's got a six pack and it's like why don't i you know yeah and i don't i don't think the method has enough there's not enough respect for the process mm. and i think because we're really in our society we're really keen to be instantly gratified and yeah. 
you know, working on your alignment and, and making sure you've got some good stability in your inner unit isn't as trendy and isn't as gratifying yeah. in the short term as yeah. that kind of stuff. But, you know, you see that <coughs> some of those are serious injuries that we just took, that we just watched take place. There's like yeah. some, you know, prolapsed discs it's going dangerous. on. Yeah, yeah, it's totally dangerous, yeah. you know, absolutely yeah. dangerous and really it's negligent on mm. a lot of people, a lot of people's behalves, and and that's you know that's less instantly gratifying because they're not going to be able to move for six months. Yeah. And the bummer is that they're probably going to go back and do the same thing that what got them into yeah. that process. I've it. seen it. I remember being at a gym, and I, and I will say that not all CrossFit gyms totally. are like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but. I was in a CrossFit gym once, and I saw someone that I knew doing snatches. I think, mm-hmm. and midway through the snatch, it was like, oh, my back, oh, my back. But then another snatch, like straight away. Far out, yeah. Uh, it's, this in, it's this illogical mm. approach. And again, it sort of comes back to that we're not listening to our no, body. No, I was just And we'd rather that. follow the rules than listen to logic. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it, makes, absolutely... it makes no sense at all. What do you find are the main issues? And uh, what do you find, how do you differentiate? Or how do you differ? Between quality... Between, no, between that style of training and what you do. Um, I know you just sort of went through that strength is just one part of it. Yes. But more tangibly speaking, and maybe we can pull some footage from your, your YouTube channel. Yeah, for sure. Um, what does a typical training day look like for you? Um, depends what I'm feeling, man. Yeah. If I've had a great night's sleep, my body's nourished, uh, I've got plenty of time on my hands, maybe I will do some... some I'll prepare my body, mm. you know, so joint preparation is, is important, you know. Mm. I'll prepare my body, I'll, I'll stretch the areas of my body that, that are tight, I'll get moving the areas of my body that, you know, that have been a bit stagnant, yeah. uh, and then I'll prime prime my body you know i might have a little play around a little crawl around on the floor i'll do something that requires some level of skill so that'll really drive drive my nervous system mm. again bringing into that present moment awareness as well so you're not thinking about your shopping list you're thinking about oh how can i do this this movement and, and this complexity in this movement how can that uh be happening right now and your body's feeling it. and i'm listening to my body all the while if i've got heaps of energy um yeah and maybe i'll i'll lift some weights and i'll feel good about that and then I'll do like five minutes minimum of breathing at the yeah. end of that. I'll train, yeah, I'll train up for an hour. If I'm having heaps of fun out in the park with some mates, I'll, we'll do some slack lining and we'll train for, we'll, we'll move and hang out and play for like two and a half hours. But I'm not, you know, pushing it uphill the whole time either. It's, it's you know, there's contraction and then there's relaxation, you know. And I'm, I'm, I like pushing myself to my best, but I'm not going to do it. If I wake up and I haven't slept very well and I've got a lot on my mind, a lot on my plate, Maybe I'll just do something playful. Maybe I'll go go outside and put my gymnastics rings up, up around a tree and practice some some different stuff, some different skill based and strength based stuff. And I'll have a lot of fun doing that. I'm still pushing my body, but maybe I'll be training for half an hour instead of yeah. an hour and a half. And somewhere in between, yeah, I love playing with my. I love getting my body weight to weight straight strength to weight ratio is like a yeah. good thing for me. I'm not yeah. a big guy, you know. I don't need to lift 200 kilos to feel like I'm stable. But yeah. I want to be able to control my own body weight. Um, so I love playing with gymnastics rings. I love playing on the floor and crawling around and getting more connected to the floor because I think as a whole population, we don't know how to... We're so... We're on a couch. You know, this yeah. is this is a com- comfy couch and we're relaxed. We don't have too much back support, but we're, we're sitting all the time. So yeah. being on the floor and being malleable <laughs> and being soft against something that's hard 
is is really important. Mm. Yeah, and I like I like playing around with um different tools like the Swiss ball and like lifting weights as well. Yeah. I, I pretty I'd say it's a pretty rounded approach. I'm not a beast. I I just like feeling good in my body mm. and I like being pain free and I like having energy to do what I love, which is surfing, body surfing, slacklining, yeah. all of those things, you know? And is surfing your number one then? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's the reason why I do most things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> same. That's the reason why I do most things, yeah. you know? It's because I want to be surfing till I'm 100. And, yeah. and that's, that's pretty much my dream if someone asks me that. And yeah, everything, every choice I make has, has pretty much has its origin of being able, surfing's my way of playing, it's my way yeah. of dancing, it's my way of expressing myself mm. and, and we all have that. You know, my partner, her way of doing that is, is, is art and many ways of different expression of that mm. and she also likes surfing and dancing as well. Yeah. But, but you know, that, her, her, I would, if someone was to ask her that reason, you know, she chooses to be healthy and make the right decisions because she wants to be as creative and clear-headed as possible yeah. and, and you use yeah, surfing, me in the ocean it has yeah. something to do with the ocean no yeah. matter what yeah what do you think of the way surfing's going and I, I the reason I want to um, I just want to talk about this yeah with, with you because yeah. I've watched the uh, surf brunch yeah <clears throat> pro so for those of you who don't know surfing has just had its first uh, wave pool contest whereas previously surfing was done in the ocean yeah. with the best conditions possible uh, this is a way to sort of overcome that and control the environment yeah. And pretty much produce waves on demand. Yeah. What did you think of it? I actually, um, I found you, it boring. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I think it's, it's cool. I think there's just so many different elements of surfing as well and mm. so many different ways to ra- ride a wave, you know, um, which is great. And I love it all. <clears throat> For me Excuse personally, me. It, it doesn't it doesn't get me going watching a yeah. wave pool, but... Far out, I think. It'd be fun to do. Oh yeah, I would love yeah. to have a crack at that thing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I think Kelly Slater, who's the innovator behind that, he's such a weapon. He's so intelligent. Such and a king. He's such a king, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I, I couldn't, I, I'd feel bad dissing it, but yeah. just because I have so much respect for him and his greater vision, you know, mm. which is to ultimately let, let everyone experience um, riding away, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Watching a surf comp, like I didn't even, I watched a couple of ways and it was boring as batshit yeah. for me. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, if everyone in the, in the world started surfing, that would probably be a problem (laughs) (laughs) because it'd be really crowded. But in the same, same token, you know, I encourage anyone I know to get in the ocean because it just brings me so much joy. I want to share it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same. I think that's a big takeaway is, um, to, we're so lucky here in Australia, particularly to have, to be girt by sea and, and to have all this beautiful ocean to access and. I suppose other people, I know people who spend time in the mountains and stuff like mm. that and, and do that sort of thing. I actually find that I actually go through a little bit of anxiety leaving the ocean, leaving the coast. I used to. I used to feel yeah. the same way. Uh, I think the first time I went traveling around Europe uh, without a surfboard yeah. was the first time I started going, oh, there's, there's heaps to experience <laughs> yeah. without it. And I, I don't know you're not totally only uh, ocean driven, but I've found in the recent, you know, five to t- no, eight years or so, the mountains have been an amazing yeah. uh, respite for me as well. You know, ditch my phone, go for a big bush walk, you know, and just be out there. It's not as exhilarating as surfing 10 foot waves, but it, it gives me that same kind of um, real present moment awareness mm. that I get in the ocean. Very cleansing as well. So I, I totally get. And then some people like skiing, some people, I think. If you're hanging out in nature, man, you're doing well. Yeah. And I think all of us need to do it more. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Where can people find out more about you? Um, 
You could find me on social media, Balanced Studio. I might, I'll link your YouTube channel as yeah, well. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm somewhat active on the YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> as active as I can be. Nick um, needs some coaching in this. I do, this yeah. Space. I'm, not as media, I'm not as media savvy as, as I make Kale. Well, yes, that's debatable as well. But yes. Yeah, on. yeah. But, but um, yeah, I've got a studio in Sydney's Northern Beaches and I'm always propping out around that, that part. And yeah, yeah, I'm around. You'll find me. Love it. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, man. Guys, as always, please let me know your thoughts on the show over at Kale's Broccoli on Instagram and Facebook. Other than that, thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. I will see you on the next episode of the Broccoli Roast. We're going to be bringing in some new formatting uh, changes soon where we have more of a sit-down. You know what? I'll just keep it on the download, but make sure you stay tuned. Uh, If you missed last week's episode, which was a really important one on the My Health Record sort of situation, I'd love for you guys to check it out. Please share it. Uh, 41% people don't know anything about the my health record even though it pertains to them very personally so uh make sure you check that out and give it a share and let your friends and family know other than that i'll see you guys over on social media at cow's broccoli and in the next episode of the broccoli roast cool see ya